The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You too, go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon and around three o'clock, and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, the landowner found others standing around and said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too, go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. And those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus, the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. You've probably heard the slogan before, make the most of every opportunity. And while that might just be a a motivational phrase, if you really kind of try to embody that in your life, you'll probably be surprised at what you find. Now, this may not look like much to most of you, but I can assure you it's more than just a baseball I picked up in a ditch and put in a plastic case to make myself feel important. For the last probably 10 years... I'm a brother priest in the diocese. His family has been hosting a doubleheader baseball game on the 4th of July in this field they created in their backyard. It's really kind of an elaborate production. And so a number of years ago, I had gone, and after a a few hits, uh, arguably tough catch, and a couple of routine plays, at the end of the day, they awarded me with the MVP. Now, was I really deserving of the MVP? Probably not. My students can tell you I'm not much of an athlete. But as I sat there, I, I started thinking, is this a pity case? Is this, is this a, some like sick joke or something in front of everyone? Like, what's going on here? But I came to realize that actually for them, it was less about my performance and more about the fact that I showed up every time whether it was the beginning of the day or or the end of the doubleheader after a 98-degree day, it was every at-bat, every ball hit to me in the outfield, every ball that got through the infield, I made the most of every opportunity. And so for them, 
they were choosing to reward me not as man does, but really of pure generosity. But like I said, I made the most of every opportunity. And I think, although a little subtle or maybe kind of a lackluster example, it's still a valuable image for us as we realize today that God's generosity comes in the same mysterious and unexpected ways. God's greatness is unsearchable, as our psalmist says today. And if we make the most of every opportunity, if we seek the Lord when he may be found, as Isaiah tells us, we will see that his ways are not our ways. His ways are so far beyond our understanding. And if we come to the Lord, then if we we come to expect this generosity, if we come to him as the laborers did, going to the marketplace in the gospel today, then we will find a generosity that is unmatched. Because for those laborers that came, everyone who stood ready in the marketplace, who was ready to participate in the work of the Lord, it didn't matter what time they got there. It didn't matter how much it made sense to them or how deserving they felt of it. They all received the same generous outpouring. And this should come as no surprise for us. Right through all of salvation history, time and time again, no matter the doubt, no matter the sin, no matter what it was, God came in His mercy and His forgiveness to heal and to restore and to give His generosity to all of God's people. And for us, we're no different. We've heard those words the last several weeks in our readings, and they're echoed again today. Because God, who is of great kindness, the Lord who is near to all, call upon Him, is generous and forgiving. He is gracious and merciful. And so today, in a special way, this this, what we've heard over the past several weeks, what we hear again today, is kind of channeled into an even more specific focus of God's generosity. Because today we focus on the true impact of what it means that this landowner actually took on flesh. The landowner of all of creation took on flesh to become man so that we wouldn't just receive this gift in a generic way, but rather that it would come to us person to person. So the church especially in the United States, celebrates today Priesthood Sunday. We celebrate that as Catholic Christians, the generosity of God is not something that just came in history, but it's something that comes to us today in the most personal of ways. The God who makes Himself present to us through the priest allows us these different marketplaces so that we can participate in the work of the Lord, but even of greater importance, we can receive that generosity. A place where Christ comes through the sacraments, the marketplaces, to be healed, to be given life, to be nourished, and to be invited back into the Master's work, and likewise His generosity. Christ comes through the person of the priest, so that as St. Paul says to the Philippians today, He can remain in the flesh for the sake of no other reason but for your benefit. Not just at Mass to perform a function. No, rather to offer himself in the person of Christ sacrificially saying, this is my body given for you. Yes, but even beyond that, it is when we are called back into the fold, we are conformed to the image of Christ in our baptism. But it's the marketplace of even our sins where the priest comes to us in the sacrament of confession to bring us into right relationship with the Lord, cleansing us for those times that maybe we didn't show up, whether it be not showing up for Mass or in other mortal sins, 
so that through restoration, we can once again be united with the family and Jesus and the Eucharist. It is the priest who comes, often for most of us, in the person of the bishop, to give us at confirmation the fullness of God's gifts, to initiate us into the church, but more importantly, to pour out the fruits and gifts of the Holy Spirit so that we can live, as Paul says, in a manner worthy of the Gospel. And for most in this room, it will be the priest, if he hasn't already, who recognizes your sacramental marriage. Yes, sacramental. Not just the contract, but rather bringing you into the covenant of God's love, a free, total, faithful, and fruitful gift, an outpouring of His love that is meant for husband and wife who are meant to embody the gift of God. And maybe at that five o'clock hour of your life, it is the priest who comes to give you the sacrament for the anointing of the sick, to restore you and give you the gift of a final perseverance in your last hours or in sickness, no matter how old you are, to bring restoration of mind and soul. And if God so wills it, to give you restoration even of your body. But ultimately, we give thanks today as well for the gift of holy orders. The very sacrament that God ordained from the beginning of time so that Christ could be present in our midst He comes to us not to recruit more landowners for the sake of of finding employees for some institution, but rather to seek souls. To give you that generosity and allow Himself to be poured out once again for your sake. My brothers and sisters, we have a generous God who pursues us tirelessly through the gift of the priest, through the generosity of His church. If those laborers in our Gospel had gone home saddened that They weren't picked first. If they would have sat at home, they would have never experienced the generosity of the Lord. So may we, all of us, stand ready, making the most of every opportunity, stepping up to the plate, whether we feel worthy, gifted, or not. Showing up to the sacraments, that marketplace of encounter with God, or through our participation in His redemptive work, The invitation of the priest as a landowner, we can receive not an honor to be forgotten, but rather we can receive the unexpected generosity of our God, our wage for joyful living, our wage of freedom, and our retirement for eternity.